This podcast is brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie, connecting couples who are planning their wedding with Ireland's most premium wedding suppliers. You're very welcome back to another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. We are very excited about our next guest in the studio. We have Katie Hughes, who is a ceremony singer. Katie has been singing at ceremonies for over 13 years, a very, very experienced ceremony singer, and her website is KatieHughesWeddingSinger.com. So can you just tell me a little bit about what you deliver? deliver on the day to your couples? Sure. So yeah, I've been a singer for 13 years and there's been a lot of trends come and go since then. Obviously, the number one trend is, I suppose, the move out of churches and into into civil, spiritualist, humanist ceremonies. Yes. But there are still quite a lot of people getting married in churches, which is great to see. So um, I offer, uh, obviously, a very live music performance, um, a full planning service. So I plan everything with the bride and groom and... well, usually the bride. And then um, on the day, everything is performed live on the day. So, Okay, and when you say perform live, so would it, would it be a case where some people would use backing tracks? I've heard there are, okay. yeah, yeah. So you come accompanied with, uh, I is always, it a Yes, I oh, always lovely. come with, well, I offer a few different ones actually. So okay. it's so the majority is a piano player. So I'm actually married to a piano player, oh, which good. helps. Keep it, so keep yeah, Great. well, he's also the best accompanist uh, in the country. <laughs> so that. I play. Uh, he comes with me for most of the ceremonies. So there's okay. the odd time that he's not free, but mostly it's it's with piano. But we do offer the addition of violin and saxophone, which oh, is fantastic. Like Sometimes guitar as well. So it's very much bespoke. It depends on what the bride and groom want. But the kind of the default option would be uh, vocals with piano, and yeah. that's it. So it'd be a duo. So you can extend yeah. that if you want. I like the idea of the violin. It's gorgeous. And even the sax. How does yeah, that work? it's. It's unusual because most people, when they think of saxophone, they think of that kind of growling yeah. blues brothers commitments type. But um, the saxophone is actually quite a classical instrument. So there's a soprano saxophone that we use, which is a straight, looks like a clarinet. Um, yeah. And it's a beautiful sound. It's very kind of a haunting sound in the church. So uh, Plucks the heartstrings. It really does. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. So with the church, um, I mean, obviously preference in a church, it's a much better environment. The acoustics are probably better yeah, for what gorgeous. you do. Um, is there a difference in the timeline between a church wedding and a civil uh, ceremony in, in a hotel or wherever that might be? Like what kind of, how many songs would you perform with? So obviously the church is much more ceremonial. So some people, the majority of church weddings are full mass. Yeah. So there's going to be an offertory, there's going to be communion hymns. Um, some people opt to have just a blessing in a church. So it's not the formality of a full mass. And then um, this, the civil ceremonies are much more bespoke. There's usually about five songs, give five or take. Songs. Usually, yeah. Okay, for church almost and civil. So for the church, there can be up to 15 pieces of music. Right. Yeah. Okay. Between lighting of candles and offertory, and there's also mass parts that I can sing. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of ceremony singers don't offer all of those, but but I would, um, depending on the preference of the priest. Yeah. Um, so there can be up to fifteen pieces of music at a church. Yeah. And can you tell us then, um, people that are getting married in the church? I suppose we've often heard that there might be restrictions on what kind of music you can play. Yep. The priest might say, "Look, that's not kind of religious enough." Is that is that still happening? Or yeah. are most priests cool about it? Well, in my opinion, if you're getting married in a church, you should respect yeah, what the church wants. And I think if you're, I mean, you've got so many other options to get married outside a church. If you're getting married in a church and you're having a full mass, you should respect what that's about. So I would always advise my couples to pick um, hymns for the appropriate parts of the mass. So I have a list of songs that I'll give out to people and say, for the offertory, here's what I'd recommend. It's a part of the mass. For the communion, it's a part of the mass. Here's the songs that I'd recommend. Sure, some priests are 
extremely strict about that. Okay. Some priests don't mind at all and they're quite happy to kind of trust me or trust the, the bride and groom within reason, obviously. You know, you're not going to pick an ACDC song. And most people don't want inappropriate songs either. Mm. But there are some priests who would be much more strict with... Um, and even in terms of hymns, the placement of hymns within the Mass, they, they say, well, that's not a hymn, but it's not for communion. Okay. It's more of an entrance hymn. So it really does depend on the priest. Okay. So I'll give out kind of general guidelines to people or recommendations, but I'd always say check this with your priest before the day because um, some priests are a bit more choosy than others. Has it ever happened on the day where the priest might ask? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the bride might maybe forget Some to say to the priest or, yeah, or maybe it just, it's kind of lost in translation or it's, you know, at the rehearsal, it's not um, communicated, but quite often on the, I'll always check with the priest on the day. I'll always introduce myself and we'll go through the plan for the ceremony. And sometimes I'll say, well, that's not appropriate for that part of the mass there. Okay, so, gotcha. yeah, so it's, it's important to be uh, prepared and, and have discussed that with your priest because yeah. you don't want surprises on the day. Because the last thing I want then is to change the song without the bride yeah. knowing, of course. And also you, know? you wouldn't probably have time to talk to the bride. Absolutely not. No, no. 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 Okay. And with the civil then, like in the hotel or in the yeah. forest or on the beach. Yeah. So obviously... <laughs> Haven't done the beach one yet. We'll, we'll bring <laughs> well, it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless we go to Spain. Um, so would the choice of songs would be... Here's the thing. Would someone have like a kind of a hymn? No. No, never. Very rarely. Okay. I mean... Um, the humanists, you're not allowed any mention of God. Yeah. They're they're very active about, you know, if you uh, believe in God or have a faith, this is not the ceremony for you. Um, so it's very much about people. So there is to be actively no mention of God. Um, the spiritualists, you can if you want to, but I've never personally sung a hymn outside of church. Outside of no. the church. So what would be, let's talk about most common songs. Would you see songs same songs pop yeah. up like first dances right they're always yes, kind of exactly. very samey yeah. um, so what kind it of songs be, are, you, yeah. are, you, are you performing these days there's a few favourites that have been okay. cropping up for years so um, uh, How Long Will I Love You yes um, A Thousand Years This I Promise You a Ronan Keating song so there's definitely a few songs that have you know people yeah. are, are constantly It Feels Like Home is another one that's really okay. popular Um that people love and Any they're Ed really Sheeran, suitable. There has to be an Ed Sheeran there is somewhere. quite often. I don't. I don't actively promote the Ed Sheeran songs. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> um, this, and it's the songs that I like. I suppose I'm biased. The songs that I like, I would tend to record them and yeah. post videos of me singing them. So I tend not to post too many okay. Ed Sheeran ones. So just in the timeline, then what kind of different times? Because I'm sure our listeners will want to hear. If you're getting married in the hotel, there's X time. If you're getting married in the church, would you advise? Uh, a time to get married in the sense that you know sometimes if you get married too late things can run late yeah, into the sure. evening in your band yeah. um, so can you advise what time you would think is the perfect time to land well, in the church it's without so being late it depends on how far your church is from your venue yeah, so there's right. that to take, to take and it depends on the time of year so um, you know from talking to different photographers um, if it's a winter wedding they're going to want to get people outside and catch the light before, before the light darkness. goes down. So they always prefer an earlier wedding. Um, so it really depends on where your wedding is, the time of year you get married. Most weddings are around about half one. Um, brides are notoriously late. Okay. I myself was late. So I, I mean, I'm not going to blame anybody. Let's but talk I was, about that. It's yeah. almost like a tradition. Be late. You can't <laughs> be on time. Yeah, it's yeah. the very, I mean, 
I don't think I've ever had a wedding bang on time. Yeah. I mean, 10 minutes was the earliest we've ever started. But you don't want, uh, like, if a bride is an, an hour late, is that's a bad thing, it's right? A ba- yeah. yeah, guests get kind of uh, tetchy. And, yeah. But I think a lot of it is just expected at an Irish wedding. Yeah, you know, it's a we, tradition we Yeah, have. we did a wedding there last week and at three minutes to two, it was a two o'clock wedding, at three minutes to two, there was no priest, there was no groom, there was about wow. five people in the church, you know? So the priest even gets us, ah, Absolutely. look, I have another cup yeah. of tea here, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So that's great. And can we talk a little bit because you know, you're not just a ceremony singer. You're also in, in an amazing band called the Rat Singers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you do you package stuff up then for people? Sometimes yeah. I, I don't. I'm not really a, a huge salesperson, so I kind of let people come to me. Okay. Um, so I do have them quite separate. So KDU's Wedding Singer is a standalone service, and the Rat Singers is a standalone service. A if people do want a package, absolutely, I put it together. Yeah. But there's so many options for people out there and, and people kind of have their preference of what they want. But yeah, quite often we'll package them together. Yeah. yeah. So you can go from this, the nice... Um, soft the ceremony reverend singer stuff. to yeah. rock and roll like, absolutely in the yeah. with, and sometimes the, people don't they're like are you the girl who was singing in the church <laughs> you're a totally different yeah. person right now red lips on now great <laughs> so then so the timelines you would suffer the church half one yeah. uh, how long would a typical performance last um, okay the church is normally an hour we all yeah. get that yeah. uh, but in the church in, in, in the in the hotel or in the, on the beach or in, in the forest <laughs> uh, what way does that work for people that are going to go down that road and yeah. haven't a clue how it works yeah so it, it it depends on the celebrant a lot of the time. So the celebrant will bring an awful lot of their own personality to the ceremony. Um, some people are kind of in, out, get the job done. It can be like a 20-minute job. Some people are much more into the um, the music and the readings and they encourage a bit more of that ceremonial yeah. stuff and it can be up to 45 minutes. Okay, and would you always liaise in advance? So, like, I know it always keeps on coming back that people, a lot of people, book suppliers and mm-hmm. their personality yeah. and, and their service as in the admin service, not just your performance. Sure. So would you, you're obviously you'd pre-plan with your bride and grooms, would you meet them or you probably don't need to meet them? I or, don't need to meet them. No. Sometimes people do just okay. for kind of peace of mind yeah. or especially if they're planning it from abroad yes, and they're home maybe now. the two weeks before the wedding, they kind of want to touch base and that's fine. Um, but for the most part, it's over phone or email, you know, so people are so busy and in the run-up. what liaising with the celebrant or the registrar? So we always meet up the day of the wedding. Yeah, and yeah. discuss it then, yeah. so get so, there earlier. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll be there an hour before the ceremony is due to begin, which can be an hour and a half before the ceremony begins yeah. sometimes. Um, so, and a lot of the, cer- the celebrants I've worked with before, and I, I would know them Great. and I'd know how things work. Um, but I'll always go in and talk to them beforehand and run through the songs and, and make sure we're all yeah, singing off the same set. hymn sheet. Okay, so yeah, oh, uh, singing <laughs> off like the same hymn sheet. I had to repeat that for our listeners just in case you missed it. I like it. I like it. So there's Katie's humour coming out as well. Um, okay, so uh, just before we finish up, can you just talk to us about, do you travel nationwide? Yes, I do. You do, yeah, so you go yeah, all over. All over the country. Uh, how would that work now if you're like up in the Mizzenhead or Malinhead? Yeah. Uh, because if it's an early, you just get up earlier, do you? Yeah, you? I'm up and early. I'm up to crack it on. I do, I do plan my diary very carefully and I make yeah. sure, you know, make sure I'm well rested the night before and um, that I have enough space to recover between ceremonies because I kind of give it 100%. I find, I find ceremonies very emotional. You know, and I'm will be quite uh, tired afterwards. So I do make sure to give myself plenty of time. Can we touch off that then? Because yeah. anytime uh, I go to a wedding, I tend to shed a tear. Do we and my wife is Look looking at me going, softy. what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, and she's grand. So if you are kind of a little bit of an emotional person, no matter how many times you do your job, yeah. do you 
maybe it doesn't pull in your heartstrings all the time, but I'm sure there's every times, single time, every, time. every single time. And I would get yeah. a better performance yeah. from you. It I does. Suppose. It yeah. does. Now, sometimes but I have to mean, rein myself back. I really do have to well, remind myself that I'm a professional. <laughs> doing the job. Around, what's <laughs> walking the ceremony singer? She's in a ball over in the yeah, corner. Yeah, that has happened. Tears. Yeah, there was one. Was, there was two guys who got married about two years ago, and uh, it was it was up in Carlingford, right, and it was in like beautiful. this um, heritage centre. Yeah, so they had a beautiful grand piano there and we were up on the stage so the two grooms were actually facing us and they did comment afterwards they were like why were you crying so much <laughs> and I was like I just it was beautiful it was a gorgeous ceremony and I always get get emotional yeah, yeah I well, that, I, look that's that's a really good thing I mean a lot of thing about performance as well you know you can see singers that are just there to turn up to sing and you can always identify even if you're not a musician or a singer yourself you can identify with someone that really giving it out and you can feel yeah, it and well, I don't want to get too arty farty about it but someone that's really getting into it and delivers you, yeah. you, you get it it well, gets for, across for me it. that's what music is all about it's all about the emotion and that's why people have live music at their wedding yes. it's about the emotional yeah. um, it's that you know it's what, what was that saying um, music is what feelings sound like you know so right. for me it's a shared emotion that the bride and groom the priest, the celebrant, the congregation, everyone can feel the emotion that's yeah. happening at the moment. Yeah. So for me, that's what the music is all about. So um, yeah. if I'm not feeling that emotion, what's the point? You know? No, no, that, that's very good. And just lastly, um, do people, we, we constantly, with WeddingSuppliers.ie, not push people, but we always encourage people to book professionals. Yeah. And obviously you're, you're a professional, you're in the game a long time. Um, and we speak to people about if you go cheap, you go twice, but you can't go twice cheap when you get married because you only get married once. Yeah. So don't don't scrimp and scrape. Um, so do some people just play a CD? Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. I don't I I don't know how it would work because yeah. I just can't picture how you would work with the timings and who would. It's the emotional aspect orchestra. that we talked well, there's, about. There's that. Yeah. There is that. That you know, you're just playing a CD. But in terms of the logistics of. Um, how do the, does the song fade out when the bride reaches yeah, the top, or did to they? Yeah, but if, like, for example, we did a wedding last summer where we the bride was entering and it was all fine, and the flower girls walked up and the bridesmaid walked up, and we were coming to the end of the song and there was still no sign of the bride. So I signaled to the piano player, play a little instrumental, and I kind of peeped over the balcony and had a look, and I, I figured out her father looked like he was recovering from a stroke, oh. and it was. Probably a bit more difficult for him to get up happen. the aisle than he shouldn't be having. But, <laughs> um, but there's those kind of awkward moments. You think, okay, this is what's happening. Um, okay. um, it was probably a bit more difficult than anticipated to get up the aisle. It was just taking an awful long time to get up the aisle. So yeah. um, came back to the piano player, signaled, let's go from the top again. And we just very, very seamlessly started the song from the top, repeated a chorus yeah. until she got up to the top and it was fine. And I was thinking, if that was a backing track or a CD, what would you? What would you do? You would stop it and play it again. So, yeah, people do go for the back and track option. But listen, there are sometimes people don't have the budget for it. And exactly, yeah. Sometimes people yeah. aren't that into music. But at the same time, on that note, it's not something that you would you might think about because no one wants, wants an awkward silence in a That's church. That's it. It's the awkward pauses and is, whose yeah. who's turn is it to turn on the CD next and do, do I do it now? So yeah. I think it does take a professional to make things look easy. Without it, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's the... Yeah. That's part but of look, what we do. Thanks a million for coming in. No for problem. people to uh, book you, you can visit katieusweddingsinger.com. Katie is also listed on weddingsuppliers.ie with various other uh, ceremony options. So, Katie, thanks for no coming problem. in. It was lovely to have you. Thanks for having us. Thanks a million. This podcast was brought to you by weddingsuppliers.ie. To see hundreds of premium wedding suppliers, visit weddingsuppliers.ie.